Hey guys, you're going to be eavesdropping on this conversation with salespeople and leaders. And I really think that you should be paying attention right now more to documentation over creation or creating. And as you know, I've been pontificating a lot about that and bringing the community value. And I think that context matters. I think a lot of you will get you know, some T's and I's dotted and, and some crossed as we talk through about branding and business in this awesome and amazing fireside chat and jam session. So please enjoy and please, please have a tremendous weekend. It's about understanding your customers' fears. Listen to me, all right? Take the shot of B12 um, with you. Let it resonate. It's about we're doing this because we want to understand what the customer's fears are, right? If you think about think about it for a moment, about what Karen said about Elon Musk and Tesla and all of that stuff. If you think for a moment what the greatest enemy is to the process of helping people come to a decision that is truly good for them. What is it that jumps in and brings presentations that you did that were previously sailing smoothly along and then all of a sudden, the, I wish I could make the sound of a screeching halt, but it comes to a screeching halt. You're having a jolly good time. Everything is nonchalant. Everything is going well. They're liking you. They're giving you tea and chai and non-katais and cookies. And, and all of a sudden, it comes to a screeching halt. What's happening? Like a lot of people think it's the financial aspect of your offering and perhaps you think it's the, the customer's inability to make a decision. And if you think any of those things, you are correct. But with selling being what it is, which is a bottom line business, if you dig deeper and you find the bottom line of what lies between you and your future customer coming to an agreement, if you look at all the enemies to the sale and you and you you and your sales manager and your associates and your colleagues and people at the store, all of these reasons that you can come up with, you're going to have one common denominator. You know what it is? That common denominator is a thing called fear. Because fear is the greatest enemy that you'll ever encounter as a business-to-consumer or business-to-business sales professional. And this includes your fear. That includes the customer's fear. It includes the fear of the market, the trend, the so on and so forth. What is it that salespeople are scared of? Have you ever asked yourself? Have you looked in the mirror? You can come up with a, a plethora of reasons, right? What do salespeople fear? We fear saying or doing things that may halt a potential sale. Hopefully, you're going to learn to recognize and conquer that fear through continued education, listening to the podcast, watching YouTube videos, you know, taking this class, you know, getting a mentor, practice, drill, rehearsal, strategies, tactics, being a practitioner that is going to keep you ahead of the pack. But listen, a tough part of our jobs as salespeople is in helping others understand and overcome their own fears so that we can earn the referral, so that we can earn the, op earn the opportunity to help them make that decision. 
Fear is what builds that wall of resistance that we run into every single day. We have to master the skill to either climb over or break through that wall. So when you recognize your customer's fear as a barrier to give them excellent service, now you're ready to learn how to dismantle walls. Now you really understand what icebreakers mean, right? One brick at a time, gaining their confidence and gaining their trust. If your number one goal is to get them to like you and trust you, why are you not serving them with warmth and empathy? Like literally Karen the other day said that, you know, I I lead with my Hallmark comments. That's serving up warmth and empathy, right? The first step in accomplishing that is to show them that you literally understand and off. I I need assurance, don't you? Like, you need to be able to show them that you understand, but also offer up some reassurance and a bit of education, warmth and empathy, right? There's going to be a lot of other common, normal, potentially paralyzing fears that a lot of you face in decision-making situations. I do that every single day. But what are you going to do about it, right? The number one thing that the customer is afraid of is you. The number one fear a customer has when you walk in the door is you. And that is because you're a salesperson. I'm sorry. And I think you'll agree with me that most people don't generally accept salespeople with open arms. I mean, I don't live in a world of naivete to think that they do. But if even if you're going to help somebody that you already know, a friend or an acquaintance or even a relative, which, by the way, is the hardest person to sell to. To sell to a friend or a relative, I'd rather go to the dentist. You're absolutely right. You know what I'm saying? When you get down to business, certain fears are going to arise. It's bound to happen in 99.999% of all of your presentations. Look, I'll tell you what, I'll take it back. I'll give you 99% of your presentation because I want to save that 1% non-fear situation with your parents or your grandparents simply because in most cases, they'll believe anything you serve up and trust you no matter what role you play with them. (laughs) But what do you do about the other 99%? You know what I mean? You have to accept it. There are some people who are going to be afraid of you just as there are patients uh, who are panic-stricken when they have appointments with a dentist, like somebody mentioned uh, in the comment section just a moment ago, right? What you need to do to conquer the salesperson fear is to master the skill of putting people at ease. If you learn to use a relaxed manner and a tone of voice and serve up some empathy and some some warmth and some hallmark stuff, it's okay because that's using rapport-setting comments and questions that show them that you're interested in the people who are making the decisions, not just in closing the sale. Uh, Karen Stoyer is back. Good to have you back, ma'am. Go ahead. Thank you. I wanted to say something about that. Um, Sometimes when you see them just shriveling up because the amount was higher than they expected, it's really nice if you can throw them into a pool and, you know, with like customers that you've sincerely experienced and you can always say, you know, I had this one customer and, and he had the same problems with these two windows and... Um, 
here's what he decided to do. Or you just, you if you throw them with likeness, then they tend to relax. They're like, oh, yeah, somebody else has gone through this or yeah. somebody else got this news and, and here's what they did about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. Because not only is the customer afraid of you, they're afraid of making a mistake. Right, right. Look, we've all made decisions that we've later regretted. When you're the salesperson, your customer has to recognize you as Karen, the expert. You know this business. You should have the knowledge about the customers, uh, about the aspects of the product that they have not considered. So in order to help people overcome the fear of making a mistake, you need to lay out all of the details that they require in an easy to understand manner, the iPad presentation, might I add, once they gain that confidence in their newfound knowledge, making a decision is going to be so much easier, Karen. They all also have a fear of making a mistake. And that's normal. That's human. Folks, customers are afraid of a lot of things. They're afraid of being lied to. They're afraid of owing money. They're afraid that many people uh, are going to lose face, right? They're afraid of the unknown. They're, they're, they're afraid that they're afraid that they may have had a bad past experience with a salesperson or with a product like yours, and all of a sudden they don't want to make the same mistake and look bad in front of the other person. They might be scared that this is all based on third-party information and you know they have no idea if it's the right decision or not. There's a lot of factors here. James, did you want to chime in? Your microphone sounds extremely hot. And uh, it sounds like it's raining over there. I'll have to come back to you in just a moment so I can get these kids out of here. Don't you think that customers are uh, have a fear of being lied to? You don't think that we all have that fear? You know what I mean? The, l- let's face it, okay? S- Scott Brownell says absolutely. Let's face it, Scott. The selling profession is still suffering from the antics of those less than scrupulous people who used to be known to say anything to close the deal. Oh, he's so smooth, he can sell ice to the Eskimos. What? This is where your literature, this is where your testimonial letter, this is where your referrals come in, okay? This is not boiler room. This is not the wolf of Wall Street. That's not how you treat people. People are more likely to believe the written word than the spoken word. So let them read the good news about your company for themselves. Let them see how happy the people you currently serve as customers are. Because, and people, you're talking about 400 bucks a month. It's only $400 a month. Well, then you pay it. Because they're afraid of owing money if it doesn't go the way it's supposed to go. Does anybody have 30 grand in debt right now and they have nothing to show for it? I do. I took out a $30,000 loan two years ago and I have nothing to show for it in my house. I have no idea where it went. I have no clue. Like I literally am so scared of owing more money because we need to take out another loan to fix the siding and the windows and the roof and all of that stuff that's falling apart. And I'm thinking to myself, what the hell did I do with that money? Most people have a tremendous fear of debt, right? 
covering the financial details very carefully in your business of high ticket items is so critical, guys. Take the time that you need to comprehend what they're agreeing to. Take Karen Stoyer's advice and deploy patience. Ask them questions to make sure that you and them understand the benefits and the risks or whatever arrangement that you're making with a project loan or a credit card or anything that you're recommending because your next move would be to reiterate everything that you will do for them so that they're not overwhelmed by the details, right? People just can't make a decision sometimes because they're overwhelmed by all of this, the, the arbitrage and all the stuff that you're throwing at them. Hey, let me ask you something. Have you ever referred somebody to somebody because of a friend that you did, had did business dealings with, they did really good work, and then all of a sudden you, you referred them to somebody else, and then you lost your face? You ever done that? Have you ever made a poor decision that was big enough that most of your friends and family members knew about? I have. And if you have, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And if not, believe me when I say it can be totally demeaning and totally embarrassing. And a lot of times a situation like that makes you feel like a child again, insecure and powerless. And that is what's going through the customer's mind, right? And for that reason, a lot of customers are still making the decision to own your product or to own your service. Oh, I got to think about it, right? Knowing that this could be a challenge, your primary goal should always be to help them feel secure with you and let them know that they're not relinquishing total power to you. You're just acting on their behalf, performing that service that they need to have done, right? They get so scared. They get so scared of the unknown, right? They, 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 they get so scared that you, you have to be able to, I want, they're like, I want to like this guy. I want to I trust this person. All right. So, um, folks, I'll leave you with this. You, you have to be prepared to do whatever it takes to replace those fears that they may have with confidence in the decision that they're making and in the service that you're going to provide. Got it? No one ever wants to handle a business transaction in which the customer may be dissatisfied with the result, right? Believe me. Believe me when I tell you this. There are going to be days and there are going to be sales and there are going to be cases where the grief that you get from that customer is never going to be worth the fee or the commission that you earn. It doesn't happen a lot. But you have to go into every presentation with a very curious interest in the who, the what, the when, the where, and the why of the situation. When you've satisfied yourself that this decision is in their best interest, then it is your duty as an expert in your industry to convince them that this decision is truly good for them. All right, everybody. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. Please, please, please share the podcast and make sure that you've subscribed because a bunch of you aren't subscribed and more importantly, a bunch of you listen every day and haven't told your friends that it's the best podcast in the world. I'm watching. (laughs) Have a great day.